So, today we are talking about drinking during the holidays. Now, if you look at the statistics around drinking during the holidays, it goes up. Shocker, right? Like, mic drop just Right. No, everybody knows that, I think. Yeah. But when you look at it, it actually doubles, is what all the statistics say. So the Which aver- seems like a lot at first. It does. It seems like a whole but lot. the average is what? The a- so the average person. Normal average. It says is like four drinks a week, according to this one survey of Americans. Yeah. And during the holidays, it jumps to eight drinks a week. Which is a double, duh. But um, that, back when we did, was it episode six, where we talked about alcohol and mental wellness? Yeah. Um. Eight drinks fits within that weekly range that was suggested by several studies. And I think the range was like, not that you needed to drink seven drinks, but the range was seven to 14 per week um, was okay. Right. From, um, a, like not, from a mental health standpoint. From a mental standpoint. health standpoint and, and from a cognitive standpoint. And, um, you know, the if I remember correctly, that U-shaped curve um, where, because you can have some positive benefits, but... After you hit the top of that curve, there's negative benefits. But when it came to mental wellness, they found that curve did not really peak or hit until 13 drinks. Oh, Is that right? Yeah. 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 So I guess we want people, we're not encouraging people to drink, but we're going acknowledging that people are going to drink more. And we don't want them to feel guilty about indulging smartly. So today we're going to talk about why you don't need to feel guilty about your holiday drinking, how you actually could use it to your advantage, Mm -hmm. but then also give everybody some tips so that they don't like end up in the punch bowl at the end of the Yeah. You don't want to be that one family member that everybody is talking about for the next two months and then brings up every Every other holiday. holiday. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that said, we are absolutely proponents of responsible drinking. Yes. But we're, we're talking today about how to use that responsible holiday drinking to your advantage. Yeah. Give you like a little liquid niceness, I think was the way you put it earlier. Yeah. I would yeah. call it. A lot yeah. of people like to say liquid courage. I think liquid niceness is maybe a, a little why I have a drink. Yeah. At family events. Yeah. It, you know, it can be a social lubricant. Well, and so our fr- runs right into our first tip, which is serve your grandmother a cocktail first. I mean, that's just. I mean, that's just polite. Yeah. That yeah. is the polite thing to do. Yes. If your mother, if your grandmother drinks. But <laughs> the reason we're saying this is older adults ha- who have less social contact, they may live alone or they may just not be able to go out much you know especially because of covid back when we did the alcohol episode in season one there were some benefits to moderate drinking particularly when it came to depression and older adults and several of the studies suggested that it was because if they have a cocktail it's going to be with other people and it was the social connectedness the socialization that really improved their mental health, their mental wellness when they drank. Yeah. So serve your grandmother first, A, because it's going to benefit her. If your grandfather's there, serve him second. Then serve yourself because now it's a social thing. You're not drinking alone. And there's a lot of value in that. Yes. But also... Takes a lot of guilt off. 
It takes a lot of guilt off. And if you are like my grandmother, who only drinks a little bit and drinks very rarely, she is bound to say something so inappropriately funny after like just like three sips that, I mean, that would be my like number one reason. Here you go, Grandma. Oh, that's so funny. I had the most prim and proper grandmother, um, but she had her drinks. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah my, my grandmother is definitely prim and proper, but she's always bound to like say something you wouldn't expect. Well, now I'm dying to meet her. Oh, she's hilarious. Well, she, yeah, she she is hilarious. Let's just put it this way. In college, she um, got really excited when I got a Victoria's Secret gift card for Christmas, and she started talking about how I could use it to buy stuff for my then boyfriend. Uh-uh. Meanwhile, I got it because I needed, like, some bras and panties. <laughs> Because they're expensive, this and I like was in Christmas college. This Christmas Day discussion among the family? Yes. Oh, that wow. my grandmother initiated. Anyway. All right. What's tip number two? Oh, yes. Okay. Tip number two. Alternate yum, with water yum. between each drink. This is, like, classic tip that you get if you, like, Google, like, how to, you know, slow your roll when it comes to drinking. I hate this tip but for it some reason. Wor- but I it know. works. It does work And I people. see a lot of people that do it. Actually, um, I'm with you, though. I hate it, too. I could probably benefit from it. But I and I kind of use another approach. Like, I have noticed, particularly in a social situation and maybe in a social situation that's a little awkward or something, I drink my cocktails a little bit quicker. Maybe it's anxious. I don't know. But I, but and. I, so I have discovered that if I'll just make the cocktail but put it in a larger glass and add fizzy water or, you know, soda water to it, I still have the same taste. It's the same cocktail. It's just a little fizzier, and I have, like, double the size of the drink. And So it lasts a little longer. Yeah. You've stretched it out. Yeah. 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 With the same amount of alcohol if it were a smaller cocktail. Yeah. And I guess yeah. I'd be really <laughs> winning if I did that and then had some water, but... That sounds like a lot of bathroom breaks. Yeah, I feel like we would definitely need to probably, like, stop at a gas station on the way home from the restaurant if you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tip number three. We're going to, most of us are going to be drinking in a little more than normal, so we might as well use it to our benefit. That is right. Use that drink to give you a little liquid niceness yes to aunt fanny well and i have to be honest and this will tell um once this airs we'll know i'll know who in my family listens but um (laughs) (laughs) the truth comes out but we are that southern family that you act like everything's okay oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. even though you may have issues with my mom comes from a big family, so even if you may have some concerns or issues, you put a smile on and you keep going. And I'm just so over the stage in life where I fake stuff. So I need a cocktail to help me fake stuff. I get that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Because I can't be real necessarily or, you know, or then my mom would ever ruin my mom's holiday, you know. Right. So, so yeah, I, I certainly use it to... To my benefit, I try to harness that liquid niceness in or, you know, you know, and then it's, you know, 
there's certain people like at a party that you know you need to talk to, but you don't really know them, you know. Yeah, like especially at like a at an actual holiday party that's you know a gathering of like friends or even extended or even like family, a work party. A work party. Yes. yes for I don't sure. even know if those are still happening though. Because inevitably you have to talk to somebody that you haven't seen in a while or, you know, is in a remote office. I guess this was like more pre-COVID, but still, you're like, oh, or you walk in and you don't have like your wing person with you Mm -hmm. and you have to walk in and just like find somebody. I hate that. Those are the worst. Yeah. That's so So use your moderate drinking. Yeah. To help you out a little there. Exactly. Social lubricant, liquid niceness. Yes. All right. Tip number four. Be grateful that if you are increasing your holiday intake, which happens to most people, that a lot of that alcohol is usually free. (laughs) That's right. And you're going to somebody else's house. You can bring a candle as a thank you gift, and, and then it, you can get some free drinks. Have a full bar. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Especially with those work parties. Oh, yeah. You got, yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful. But, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, nice little touch there. Thing yeah. to be appreciative of. And maybe you get to try, like, a cocktail or a type of, you know, True. drink that you wouldn't ordinarily ever order but, you know, someone has a really nice bourbon you, stash or they right. have a wine cellar or something. Yep. You know, you kind of get to, like, get a little yep, bougie. Yep, yep. And, you know, this is really nice for me this year in 2021 <laughs> because, as you know, <laughs> I've had an exorbitant – I can't even say the word – exorbitant – Exorbitant? Exorbitant amount of unplanned, unexpected expenses. You really have. Yeah. I mean, you have literally basically taken your checkbook and set fire to it with a matchbook. Yeah. Yeah. I just bought a new HVAC system. I feel like literally this whole year I've just been driving around throwing out hundreds and thousand dollar bills yeah. out the window. Yeah. yeah. Well, so um, I, I, I'm really more appreciative of the free alcohol than usual this year. Yeah. Well, actually, the wine club that I belong to, mm-hmm. I can I could give you a gift card for it and then I get to save $20. So maybe that's what I'll get you for Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Last tip, number five. I really like this one. I love this one, too, and it really helps me. Like, it really helps curtail my drinking. But also, it makes sure that you get what you want. Right. I get what I want, and I get adequate, maybe a slightly more than adequate amount of what I want, but it still reins me in. So this is bring a drink that only a few other guests enjoy, too. That's right. Not everybody. You don't want to bring something that everybody likes. Yeah. And if it's a small something, then you might want to pick one that everybody hates and you like. But, you know, I I like bringing something that I know, like, me and two two or three other people are going to drink. Right. You know, because I know we'll all get to enjoy it. But at the same time, if it was something that just I liked, you know... It keeps me from going overboard. overboard. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And you get the benefit of sharing it with some friends and, you know, that's the social part. Yeah. But again, don't bring something that everybody is going to love or everybody is going to want to try because then you're going to get nothing and you're going to be stuck having to drink something else. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so I think the real takeaways here is drop the guilt about a little more drinking during the holidays. Yeah. Everybody does it. Um, and I think also maybe this is definitely a time where looking at your drinks from a week-long perspective really helps. True. You Very know, true. and, you know, maybe try to plan them a little more. And, you know, as we said in episode six, the range was seven to 14 per week. And again, we, in that other study I referenced, your mental health, there was no real mental health decline until you pass like that 13th drink. Yeah. Now, we're not advocating drinking at this rate all year round. Right. Or even in the holidays if you drink a lot less. But we're just saying, you know, those can be some good parameters. If you know you're going to be drinking a little more in the holidays, those can be some good poss- doable parameters. Yeah. Over you- the month of December. Exactly. So you can not feel so crappy mm-hmm. about, you know, your... Well, mentally and physically. Exactly. Mentally and physically. Yeah, because definitely physically. Definitely. You don't want to feel crappy physically because it is a busy time of year. And nobody has time to feel horrible the next day and be unproductive. No one has time to feel horrible the next day and then have to go be with family. Oh. Or take care of kids. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. On a day that you're off work. Okay. Yeah. Wow. We've really painted a beautiful picture. Yes. So, also, just keep in mind that, you know, you are supporting the alcohol industry, and that's a business, too. Let's maybe <laughs> cut that part out. <laughs> I don't think we need that part. That's bad. All right. Okay. Cheers, y'all. Enjoy your holidays. Smartly. Exactly. With a delicious cocktail. Yeah. And use it to your advantage. Liquid niceness. Serve grandma first. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.